Hello, sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerdum. My name is Diz, and I am your pop culture and sports nerd, Ali. I am only your classic nerd. And I'm VA Mercon Book Nerd. Diz. Yes. I was, Diz. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I swear okay. this is the last time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? The last time? Yeah. Six weeks later. Yeah, so it's, it's gonna be the last time. Listen, I, I wanna thank you very much, you know, because You're welcome. Uh you know, you're you're a decent human being, and you decided that you were going to help my brother and with his uh, with his rise for Rose thing, right? By donating some money to his GoFundMe for yes. the uh, for the uh, Kelly Marie Tran lightsaber that they're going to be doing for, mm-hmm. right? And it's I really do appreciate it. You're a good man, right? But let me ask you something, honestly. Mm-hmm. When you donated, right? Mm-hmm. Did you really have to write? Currently, nerdy loves Rose and loves you too, Kang. More so than we love V. Did you really have to write that shit on the GoFundMe? I mean, I wasn't. I think, it's a fair, I think if you're going to ask for money, you're going to have to accept the bullshit that comes with it. Mm. Isn't that how donors work? You donate money and then you have full access to campaigns or some shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Listen. I mean, like, I it's not my fundraiser. Why'd you, why'd you have to throw me under the bus? Well, it's your brother, you know? So, like, yeah. I figured. You spelled his name wrong, by the way. I did. Yeah, you spelled it with a K. His name is literally on under organizer. It's it's two spaces above like the the comment section. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, you know, Jesus in my Christ. defense, I did it real quick, and I just sounded it out. <laughs> so. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! Diz. Whatever, Ali. Did you I'm not donate? Surprise in any way? No, of course I didn't donate. Rose is a millionaire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna donate for a rich person to get a lightsaber. I mean, it's nice. It's a nice thing to do, uh, but it'd be violating my ethics. Uh, and donate true. to poor people. Yeah. Oh. Ali, Ali's being blocked by his socialism, so he can't. <laughs> I give. I give to the poor, the needy, the hungry. I give for medical research and things like that. I, I, you know, people's like, I can't afford my my diabetes medicine. Diabetes. That's what I donate to. Diabetes. Which, by the way, uh, leads me to. To two particularly interesting points. First, less funny, and the other one, really funny. The less funny bit. Y'all watch the Iowa caucus shit? Oh, my God. Good God, was that a disaster or what? That's uh, like the, you know, at the Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like, title card with the music. It's just like the gang runs the Iowa caucus, like, or like, you know, like <laughs> Larry David, like Curb Your Enthusiasm, like music. Yeah, in the, I literally been playing, it's been playing through my head this whole time. Like, it's one of those moments. Now, I know a lot of people have like given to conspiracy theories. Uh, I think it's just pure incompetence rather than, yeah. than malice. But there is like a part of you that just goes, Democrats, you had one job. Now, the Iowa caucus has always been messy in fairness, right? Why is yeah. Iowa like, it's a caucus. Like, why? Why is Iowa the first one? Yeah, it, it is what it is. It's a it's a funky process. So the way the process works is there's a first choice, right, which is known as an alignment, and then you have to get fifteen percent in order to be viable. And if you're not, if you don't get fifteen percent of the vote, then you go into the second alignment. In the middle, you basically try to convince the people whose candidate is no longer viable to join your side. Uh-huh. Mm. So there's like a pro- this is a very open process, and then that's the second alignment. Now. Add to this that you now have a raw vote plus a delegate vote. The problem is that the delegate vote is sometimes decided by pulling a name out of a hat 
or flipping a coin. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so there's a scene where apparently Bernie and uh, Buttigieg were tied. And so they had the Buttigieg uh, supporter flip a coin. And he looked like a little Middle Eastern kid, or maybe he's Hispanic. I'm not sure. He's a little brown dude, right? He's a young kid who's dressed in a suit, who apparently... They don't teach Zoomers how to flip coins. No. Apparently, they've, they've been Venmoing and PayPaling so much that they don't know what coins look like anymore. Yeah. It was the worst coin flip I've ever seen in my life. He throws it. He doesn't even flick it like you're supposed to do. He kind of throws it up. He catches it. And then he like kind of looks it over and then flips it with his like two fingers. Like he's holding it like a, like a cracker. And he flips, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And then the points get awarded to Buttigieg. It was a disaster. And the result of it was that nobody knew who the winner was, and everyone declared victory, with Buttigieg in particular claiming that it was like it shocked the world and he was like came out victorious, which was very clearly like a pre-prepared speech by a or prepped speech yeah. by some poor intern who, who yeah. sent out that tweet. It's <laughs> just like it didn't match the tone of what actually happened. And then as they kept counting, it turns out that Bernie Sanders was ahead from everybody else. He yeah. pulls ahead by like 6,000 votes. But in the meanwhile, Buttigieg has gotten a nice little boost and he's gone to his funders. Billionaires, a secret meeting where he was able to f- raise even more money. So when you were talking about Kang and his fundraiser it immediately reminded me of of Buttigieg and uh, and his funders. <laughs> you know, I I mean, I don't even know what to say about this. Honestly, like I, there was I really, do. This know, is like, the type of democracy that we would invade. That's <laughs> for. This is the type of shit we would seem like. Oh, we better spread democracy over there. You know, I, I thought that after living through the. Uh, George W. Bush administration, people would be a lot less likely to put the mission accomplished banner on top of the the fucking, you know, aircraft carrier and shit. Yeah, yeah. But somehow every single one of the Democratic candidates managed to do that. The funny thing is that people yeah. actually Photoshop Buttigieg in front of that banner. <laughs> Man, you know, it's like I if I could, I would throw a shoe at every single one of those motherfuckers. Well, to be real, I mean like, they it's like in the era of Trump and in the era of accusing elections of being rigged and the era of supposed Russian meddling, whether you believe it or not, it just seems like it was like the dumbest thing to do would be to fuck up the very first caucus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it yeah. doesn't exactly set a tone. And if I was a Republican strategist, I'd be hitting the Democrats with this throughout the year. Like they couldn't even handle Iowa and you want them to handle your health care. They That's couldn't a, even no, handle no. it. Now, the reality is the DNC didn't do it. Iowa Democratic National the Iowa Democratic Party does it right yeah. so it's not it's not the Democrats in general but the optics just don't look good it's a really look, stupid thing for them to mess up Ali don't I don't want you to be giving any more strategies out because of that large Republican base that listens yeah. to this podcast <laughs> yeah. is going to start taking your ideas well, you know? be, I mean I mean I'm an evil genius it is what it is but it yeah, is one know, of those that, things where you just go. I can't believe that you you fucked this one thing up. You know, America America's invaded for far less. Well, then, it, 
That we're is very true. lucky that we don't like it. Like no one's called for UN poll watchers or some shit to be yeah, really. invited to the U.S. A nice democracy you have over here. Shame if the U.S. would well, intervene. You know, like didn't what the Mayor hell happens? Fucking people come up with the app that they used for voting. They didn't come up with the app. That this is a misnomer. It's like it's, it's one of those things. Like the internet takes something that has like a nugget of truth and exaggerates it to the point where like there's no point of even like bringing it up. It's like it's just mangled beyond reality. The app was already being created, and several campaigns jumped in to fund it. Elizabeth Warren's campaign did. Biden's campaign did. And Buttigieg's campaign did. The difference is the app's creator and founder happens to be good friends with the Buttigieg campaign. They're very friendly. And in fact, I think he openly supports the Buttigieg campaign. So that is that that's where people are like drawing, oh, it was a conspiracy. It's not, I don't think it's a conspiracy. What it is is just outright incompetence. And sure, I think there was many. Democratic establishment types that were very nervous about a Sanders victory, right? Yeah. But it's just pure incompetence. The reality is, there's too many moving. When when people see conspiracy, they forget that these things have too many moving parts for there to be a conspiracy. Our government, our governments can't handle like even small details like registering cars right, and then you expect mm. them to somehow pull off these big schemes. Well, in this case, they didn't really. If they did, yeah, it was true. a good pull off. <laughs> Yeah, it was a total, yeah. total disastrous fail if it was a conspiracy theory. But I, I, wa- I watched it going, I wouldn't blame first-time voters for feeling disenfranchised True. What or the, something like that. What was the second thing you yeah, said absolutely. you wanted to bring up? So the second thing that I, I, I saw over the week that I thought was fucking hilarious was uh, one of the coaches from the Super Bowl look is like is, is like Andy older Reed. guy with a mustache, I think. Andy Reid and one of the barstool ladies, I forgot which one it was, said, "Hey, is this the diabetes guy?" And it turns out that the diabetes dude is alive yeah. and on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, he responded. He retweeted to her. her. He's I like, "No, I'm that. the diabetes guy." Diabetes. It was and he actually spelled my out favorite. diabetes, didn't he? Yeah, it was my. They even spelled it diabetes. Yeah, diabetes. Uh, it was probably my favorite uh, Twitter interaction yeah. of the week. It was, yeah. oh, it was uh, Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. Wilford I, Brimley. I from Cocoon. I thought no. he was dead. Yeah. I thought he was yes. dead. He's, uh, he is actually a very accomplished actor, <laughs> Wilford yeah. Brimley is. Yeah, I yeah. mean, not lately, yeah, other than the diabetes commercial, but. Character actor. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And let me ask you. Okay, so. Uh, was that is that was that Barstool Sports? I think it was Barstool Sports. One of the reporting. okay, yeah. I mean, it's it's Ask a rag, question, right? yeah, yeah. It's a trash ass website, right? It's a tra- oh, it, totally, they're run totally. by trash people, totally, right? Um, but you know, I, I have friends that that go on Barstool Sports on occasion, right? Because they actually like reading about sports, right? Diz, you're mm-hmm. the only one that understands this, right? But mm-hmm. what is this? I've been I've been on Twitter, and I'm trying to understand because you've been doing this, you've been running the, your own campaign, right? My brother's running a campaign to buy to buy Kelly Marie Tran a custom lightsaber because, because she got screwed over by the Star Wars fan or fandom, mm-hmm. I guess, or by the Star Wars people. Mm. Diz, you're spearheading your own personal movement, right? And it's also, but the thing is, I've been seeing memes pop up about this Nick Bosa Nick guy. Bosa. Nick Bosa. How do you pronounce it? Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa? Is that the yeah, guy you've been harassing yeah. on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like Mike yeah. Huckabee with you, right? Like, yeah. I don't know, like... 
Like, what um, is going on with well, that guy? Hold on. As a cust- yeah, a customer is oh, calling Capcom. me, so I'm going to ignore that phone call. It's too. F- it's yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought in the in the middle of our podcast, this piece of shit was like, about wait, to Fire. start playing games. <laughs> I genuinely thought for a moment, I'm like this son of a bitch just turned on his. No, was, no that's my work phone. You a new one. Um, I, I you don't you don't call me when I'm off of work, good. you bastards. So, uh, but I love yeah, I do yeah. love that. And my, my personal phone is the notorious Big yeah. hypnotized when people call. So just in case, if you ever hear hypnotized in the background, that's someone calling my personal. Are Is you the only healer? person that keeps their phone on like that? Because uh, I've I no. don't think I've heard my ringtone. So in like you, yeah. my costly on silent. Yeah, it's always yeah same. My pers- always on silent. No, what my personal hell, phone is always on silent. But my work phone, um, I leave it out when I'm at work, and it's not tied to like my watch mm-hmm. or anything. So like if I if someone's calling me, I need to hear it while I'm at work. And I, I'll always leave it like on the desk on the computer. I don't like walking around with two phones on me. So I forgot to put it on. Right. Called you, called you a <laughs> boomer because you left yeah. your phone on. Yeah. This guy. One of those things. Yeah. No, no, I typically don't. Phone on these days. Yeah, it's, it's my work phone and I forget because people yeah. don't usually call it. But anyways, so Nick Bosa, right? Nick Bosa was the uh, defensive rookie of the year this year for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, but he was notorious for deleting a whole bunch of tweets and stuff that he had posted in the past yeah so nick bosa tweeted a lot like he tweeted about kaepernick or he was like kaepernick's a clown blah 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 he's a oh jesus or did they ever they ever played on the same team together kaepernick Kaepernick gone bosa just joined the 49ers this year right he was was, yeah he was a rookie this year so yeah he he tweeted that kaepernick was a clown he's a staunch trump supporter um yeah, him and his like oh, he and his friends would post pictures with like the N word and stuff on there, and like yeah, they they had like a lot of like oh Jesus, it's, it said like pray and rape or something along those lines. Like he, yeah, he was a pretty shitty oh, person, right? And wow. then he went on this like whole like deleting everything, and he's upset now because people are calling him a racist, which he. Sounds racist to me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it seems like if the yeah. shoe fits type so The situation. last tweet that he posted yeah, no, really. was a retweet from somebody he like used to play football with in like college and said, the slander on Nick Bosa's name. If y'all really knew him, y'all know what he would he's not really a racist. Like just because he likes you and you're black doesn't mean that he's not a racist. You know? Yeah. yeah People forget true. that racism people have like racists yeah. have black friends. So people mm-hmm. forget that. Yeah, it's like that one photo of the Republican, you know, all the Republicans on the plane, and Ben Carson's the only black guy in there. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, and he, they happen to like get it. they put him in the middle to showcase the fact they have yeah, a black friend. Uh, like, I've been I've yeah. been doing it every day since the Super Bowl. Um, like today, I tweeted, "Good morning, world. Hope your weekend goes by great. Well, except for you, Nick Bosa. I hope you roll your ankle while you're walking. You racist piece of shit." Jesus Christ. Or, Good morning, world. <laughs> hope everyone is having a lovely day. Except you, Nick Bosa. I hope you hit your racist head on a door and you have to get several stitches, you racist fuck. <laughs> yeah. You're really committed Good to afternoon, this, Twitterverse. You? Hope everyone is enjoying the parade in Kansas City. Especially you, Nick Bosa. Your tears helped make it a reality, you racist fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. This is actually really and fantastic. It was, I love it. Good morning, Twitterverse. <laughs> 
Except you, Nick Bosa, you racist fuckboy. I hope you stub your toe multiple times, you dick. (laughs) Can I just say that what makes these particularly good is that they're really benign forms of harassment. Like it's not. They are, yeah, like like it's not particularly. It's not enough to get you banned or suspended. I hope you burn in hell or any of that type stuff. Yeah, Yeah, nothing particularly bad. I think though, it's like that's good though, right? Because it's like I think if you. If you you can will minor things into existence like that, right? Stubbing so if toes. he were to stub his toe every single day, there is a strong chance that eventually he'll go mad and kill himself. We talked about this when we talked yeah. about superpowers at one point. You remember that? So it was like, yeah, yeah, we can like make someone mildly annoyed at at will. Yeah, like if like yeah. worthless superpowers that you can use effectively. Yeah, right. Yes. Like giving someone an itch. Yeah, right. Like a, an itch that keeps moving. It's not a particularly yeah. powerful superpower. It's not going to stop the bank robber. It's not going to save the day. But good God, will it drive someone nuts? Yeah, it's true. That's good. So all you need is you need a little bit of power and endless vind- uh, and end of uh, what is mm-hmm. endless vindictiveness? Yeah. I guess would be yeah, the yeah. Uh, yeah would be like the proper term yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. Right. But that's just not bad, Diz, because I feel like this is mm-hmm. the most dedicated you've been to anything. To be honest with you, I'm surprised yeah. he's managed yeah. to do it for been, a week. I I I wake up and like. Yeah. You know, like every now and then, like you're just checking your apps and stuff. So, like, I I get a notification on Twitter saying like some Ali tweeted something, and it I don't know why I get notifications when you tweet something, Ali, but I get notifications when you tweet. That's um, weird. Every randomly, like if one of your tweets are like popular, then I'll get a notification. Ali Alumi tweeted blah blah blah. So mm-hmm. I'll go in there and check and see what you tweeted, and then I'm like, oh, I haven't talked. Follow, yeah. follow Ooh, it up I haven't with talked shit about Nick Bosa today. Let me talk shit about mm. Nick Bosa. Like just a quick. <laughs> what if this is? These are all going through. Like the superpower you have is that his Twitter quality filter doesn't filter out your tweets. Because like, yeah. he's a blue mm-hmm. check, I'm assuming, right? So the blue checks have a pair of a filter. They have a their notification looks different than ours. So the notification screen, there's two of them. There's the live uh-huh. one, which we all have. That shows us okay. everything coming in live, but because they're blue check marks, they, in order for their own sanity, there's another notification that they're usually tabbed on that only shows them uh, comments, retweets, likes, replies, etc. from oh, other blue check marks. Interesting. So this is one of the reasons why most blue check marks don't see normal tweets. They have to actually consciously scroll down on their threads to see them, or they have to go to that special notification screen. Their default is that they only see themselves yeah. talking amongst well, themselves. Once... So it creates wow. a little fan club, blue check marks chatting amongst themselves yeah. and the rest of the world. So so, oh, wow. so Nick comes very from a long so. line of Bosa's that are very racist. John Bosa. Yeah, their, their oh, father, shit. John is Bosa, he? is a racist as well. He's said some, like, super racist shit. Like, he's been on, like, on the record saying some super racist shit. His brother, Joey Bosa. So it's yeah. an inheritable His brother, Joey Bosa, has been in the league a little bit longer. He's managed to stay away from the controversy as much because he's been in the league, like, five or six years and like people weren't digging up tweets back then um and he now he avoids like the political limelight like he just avoids saying anything about politics whereas nick is like openly like oh can't wait to go and visit president trump you know like stupid uh, well, no, we he can't now right because he didn't win the super bowl 
Isn't that, uh, that that's the meme though? It's all like uh, yeah. showing Mahomes yeah. laughing at him or whatever while he's crying. Isn't that like wait wait, the, wait. Uh... so Bosa's yes. on the uh, Niners? Yeah. The yeah. Niners, yeah. Oh well, that was a. I thought he was on the. No, no, he's a 49er. The Chiefs. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. shows me for yeah. for assuming. Yeah. And I feel bad because I read an article today uh, that only five people greeted the Niners on their <laughs> yeah, return back from yeah, the I Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's but so no. horrible. I feel bad. I don't feel bad. They're they're still getting paid. It doesn't yeah, matter. The but millionaires. Like, multi Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to feel bad for Eventually, them I will <laughs> I be blocked by Nick Bosa. And then once I get blocked. Yes. Is that yeah. your goal? And then once I get blocked, like the by ultimate, like okay, well, that's that's a sign of a true troll. Like, have you ever seen some Twitter accounts that says block, like oh, in their bio, by, it'll yeah. say blocked by whatever, mm-hmm. like as if it's an achievement? Yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine. I mean, it's low. It, you know, it's kind of low hanging fruit, I guess. But you know, whatever you got to aspire. Listen, you know, goals and they have to be realistic. I will so, say one thing: as much yeah. as I support your uh, trolling here, it is. I do, I do. I think mm-hmm. go for it, right? Keep those races racists on their toes. I I've never quite understood the sort of uh, accomplishment that some people feel from trolling from certain types of trolling. It's mm. one thing to occasionally like pull out like a, a troll remark or to con- or to be sarcastic on Twitter or to say something and it's funny and it blows up, right? Like it becomes yeah. viral. That to me it's an accomplishment. I don't understand the people that make like a career yeah. out of it. You know what I mean? That like oh, yeah, daily, yeah, like definitely. that's the only thing they do, and they see trolling as their accomplishment. Like yeah. I don't get 4chan. I don't understand yeah, yeah, it. I don't yeah. understand like what type of brokenness you have to have. No offense to the 4chan people, but I don't understand yeah, the brokenness of- you have to have where you dedicate your entire life to being cruel online. Like dur- like during the Iowa caucuses, they basically flooded the phone lines of the of the Iowa caucus. In order to make, oh yeah, I read vo- about that. Yeah, yeah. making uh, reporting of the voting yeah, even yeah. harder. But, like, why? I, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, what is the purpose of that? Like, what is the purpose of swatting journalists or, or what? Like, I, I, I guess funny, I know that they think it's huh. funny, but I'm not understanding why. Whereas, like, this isn't different, right? Like, you're dedicated towards taking on yeah. a, a, a racist. And, you're yeah, not just not randomly like death cool. upon him. You know, like I'm just. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I don't get that. But I, this I can get behind. Like, I'd love to see one of these tweets go viral. Like, that to me is funny. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, I, there's, Absolutely. there's like a weird, the the spectrum of trolling yeah. on the internet uh-huh. always fascinates me. This yeah. is the type of trolling I like. Yeah. Or like whenever that gun girl ends up on Twitter, everyone talks about how she <laughs> shit her pants at that party that one time. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's yeah. I think collective dragging. That's a difference. Yeah, yeah. That's like this across the universally everyone's agreed to be like, all right, we need to yeah, call this literally. girl out on her shit. That is true. And I feel like I think it's one of those things where it's all like, you know, if you dookie in front of enough people, it's just gonna be your it's gonna be like your it's going to be your signature for the rest of your life. Yeah. Especially in that situation. Yeah. Like it's just, that's just kind of the Listen, way it is. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. The internet you know is what? forever. People, we don't know whatever, <laughs> what happened, but the reality is you don't want to be uh, yeah. branded as the doo 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 pants. <laughs> you just don't want, that's not what you want as a brand. If you start getting branded as the doo doo girl, you might want to be like, what am I doing with my life? How can I rethink yeah. this? Because everywhere well, I go, Someone is talking yeah. about me shitting my pants. 
Well, that's even worse, though. It's like you don't want to be the person to be like, she brought a gun to school and mm. she shit herself. <laughs> like, that's not that's just not a good thing to have on yeah. your on your, you know, your cultural resume. This is what, by the way, what, why Jabuki got uh, banned last time from Twitter. He got suspended because he changed his name to the uh, gun girl name and said, that's right. I doo-dooed myself. What's the big deal? <laughs> Sometimes you got to doo-doo yourself. It's not the big <laughs> He went this whole rant about how he doo-dooed himself and it shouldn't be this big deal. And so Facebook <laughs> suspended him. They suspended him for that's like so a two weeks. He came horrible. back. The best part is he then came back on MLK Day, changed his name to the CIA, and it's like, that's right. Oh, yeah, I killed I MLK. <laughs> oh no. Wait, they <laughs> only banned him. They banned him for two weeks. They banned him for several weeks. Came back, oh, changed okay. his name to MLK. I mean to CIA. Then yeah. <laughs> pretending to be the CIA, he said, That's right. We killed MLK. Happy MLK Day. And so they suspended him again. And Listen, just, if he and he just if he came got back banned, like last week, if he got banned for less than a month, I'm gonna call it bullshit. No, he, because he, I got banned for a month on Instagram for liking too many. He photos. got he got banned for a long time. He only just came oh, okay. back like last week, and again went viral with the when uh the emoji of the, the new emoji was released, and it was the Italian oh, yeah. hands, and he says yeah. Italians, <laughs> we won. Uh, <laughs> Jibuki is my favorite person uh, on Twitter, by the way. If anyone's yeah, him, following. but then like everyone's all happy because James, James Woods got unbanned too. Oh yeah, he did come His back. Too. Crazy ass, yeah. But he was gone for Fuck a while. Him. He was was. Now everyone's happy because uh, because the impeachment didn't go through because all the bootlickers protected the presidency, and James Woods is back on Twitter. Those are like the the big victories for for the right wing people in in Islamic eschatology. We would call this the end, the signs uh, of the end the of days. Coming. Mm. <laughs> and it, At this point, though, let's face it. You know, it wouldn't be such a bad way to go. <laughs> you know, just time. Okay. It's just time. Let's just let's. That's it. Let's let's call re- let's call no it man. Gotta, gotta blow the cartridge and press reset on can, the on the can game. Can we at know, least like- <laughs> wait until the Cowboys win a Super Bowl and then end the world? Yeah, okay, absolutely man. not. Let that me, could be years. Yeah, we did. No one yeah, got that let time me of be happy time. For once. Um, yeah. I was happy this. When was the last time they won a Super Bowl? By the way. Oh yeah, let's yeah. Oh man, no we were what were we eleven years old? Yeah, no one's got time. So not not since middle since we started middle school, Ali. Yeah, that they uh, that they won. Yeah, the titles. We might be here for decades. Years, it's been uh, it's been rough. It's been a rough time for me. Did either of you actually watch the Super Bowl? I mean, I know you did. Is did you V or were you working? No, honestly, I I was working. I actually like I actually got off work. I planned on going to a Super Bowl party, oh, interesting. but I decided to sleep instead. And so that is an entirely fair it was a judgment good game, man. Yeah, it was a very yeah, it was a was yeah, it? it was a very exciting game. So I heard it was exciting. The, yeah, well, the San Francisco Forty Nine ers played who, Ali? Uh, yes, the Chiefs from what state? Uh, Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, what state? I, no, I knew. I know this one because everyone dragged. The uh, Donald yeah. Trump the, on Twitter for this. This is uh, not Kansas City no. from Kansas. Yes. He said, "Congratulations to the great state yeah. of Kansas," yeah. and everyone. Oh, fuck. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. You posted a tweet about it where he changed <laughs> the state line. <laughs> he turned Missouri into Kansas. 
Yeah. He used the Sharpie. <laughs> so yes. So the so the Chiefs in the 49ers played, right? Um it was a ten to ten game at halftime, so it was tied at halftime. And then um the 49ers went up by ten points to to going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Now normally when you're up ten points in the fourth quarter, it's pretty much a lock that you're gonna win the game. Except the Chiefs scored twenty one unanswered mm-hmm. points in the fourth quarter and ended up winning. Yeah. Yeah. They uh Ooh, they ended up, Yeah. So well, that's a you know, they won wow. thirty four to twenty um at the end of the game. I believe that was the final score. Patrick Mahomes was Super Bowl MVP. He's the guy from the State Farm commercials, Ali, if you've ever seen it, with Aaron Rodgers and him. He he looks like he could be part of Roseanne's family. He looks like the, the daughter from Roseanne. I have never seen the, those. The State Farm commercials I remember Jake. are the ones with... Uh, no, it's the it's the cowboy guy, the, the country oh, singer. Brad Paisley? It's oh, with a uh, Brad Paisley, Brad Paisley, and someone on the Manning? football player. Oh, isn't a uh, yeah Peyton Manning? That's Peyton Allstate. Manning. Those two, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Allstate. Oh, my bad. <laughs> State Farm. What the fuck did you say? <laughs> Basically, it's the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same shit. Yeah, Allstate, yeah. State Farm. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of it. But it was a good game. Um, the most exciting part of the game, though, was the halftime show. So. I watched the Super Bowl where I always mm. do at um my my cousin Zaid's house and I was watching I was sitting next to his dad during the game and I've never seen his dad more mm. interested in a television program as he was during the halftime show. <laughs> we weren't allowed to speak to him, we weren't allowed to distract him. He was staring hard at that screen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching him watching the TV, watching him watching the TV. <laughs> he enjoyed himself. He he said it was oh the best halftime God. show he's ever watched. <laughs> Much better than last year with that guy with his shirt off. <laughs> uh, so for those of you who live under a rock, Shakira and JLo were this year's halftime show, right? Um, and they did yeah, a wonderful yeah. performance. Like it was a really, really good performance. I don't, I don't usually watch like the halftime shows. It's usually like my poop times, but like I didn't have to poop this time. So I was watching the halftime show mm-hmm. and Shakira performed first. Uh, she did a traditional belly dance. She did the, uh, the, the tongue wagging, yelling Arab thing. What is it called? Ali? Zahruta. There oh, you go. Zahruta. She did that. People were all like weirded out by it. They turned that into a meme. They didn't realize that. I know that. I know that's me material. Right there. But then, didn't they like yeah, close yeah. up, like right when she yeah. did it too? I'm like, not even they... sure that was a zakruta. To be honest with you, it just looked like she was flicking yeah. her tongue. Because okay, if it was, it yeah, was the well, worst zakruta of all time. You know, it was a um, lip sync zakruta. All I know is that Arab Twitter was like, "That's right, that's a zakruta. Yeah. She's actually part Arab." And then later on, she basically. She denied all Arab association. Yeah, kind of. She said something about like, yeah, shout out to the Latinos. Yeah. Yeah, she said shout out to the Latinos and didn't say anything about the Arabs. Basically pulled Uh, a, I don't know you. She pulled a a Mariah Carey. (laughs) Um, And then then J-Lo came on stage and then, you know, J-Lo was on a stripper pole. But J-Lo and Mark Anthony's daughter also sang... um, and there was like a bunch of like other young girls in cages and stuff, kind of like indicative of like, you know, like the children being in concentration camps. She had a, like an American flag and then a Puerto Rican flag uh, draped around her. And I think people were pissed off about that too. 
like a lot of people were very upset with this because why i never understood why people are like okay i get that people are, are xenophobic in general so if people put up a mexican mm-hmm. flag you know you're going to get some racist as a dumb people right that's going to say something. but they do they understand don't. what no, puerto rico is right like that's, that's what that's, yeah, that's what like it's like there's like they're, they're the, the racism right. alarms me and then the, the racism on top of like just being stupid what was it like a few months ago where that that student from uh indiana went to cvs to pick up like medicine he was picking up cold medicine and in like certain states like if you're buying cold medicine mm-hmm. or allergy medicine they have to id you for it because yeah, you because know, people use it to break bad yeah yeah, um, yeah. so they were iding yeah. So they were IDing yeah, or to him make that leap. and he showed them a Puerto Rican ID and they're like, well, no, you need an American ID. He's like, well, this is an American ID. I'm like, no, it's not. It's just Puerto Rico. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh he's my like, well, God. Puerto, is this for real? Puerto Rico is part Jesus. of the United States. And they're like, no, it's not. You need an American ID. And like, they wouldn't sell him fucking NyQuil because it. You know what makes it worse too about this entire thing? The thing that the, the Puerto Rico, first of all, it's because it's a colony. Mm-hmm. Let's be let's call it what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. a colony. But what makes it particularly worse is that all those fuckers mm-hmm. are all retiring to Puerto Rico. Yeah, they are. It's like yeah. the number after Florida, it's the number one retirement spot for old white Americans because it's affordable. Oh, yeah, it's a tax shelter. It's, go- yeah. it's, a, it's, ta- it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful place to retire. It's warm. And you can live a very nice, comfortable life that is very much uh, have all the wonderful amenities mm-hmm. that you would experience here in America. Yeah. Because it's American. Yeah. yeah. So, like, people were pissed off about that. There's a whole bunch of tweets like, I didn't know this was a Mexican halftime show. They're all speaking Mexican. First of all, neither J-Lo nor Shakira are Mexican. Jennifer Lopez is of Puerto Rican descent who was born and raised in the Bronx. Shakira is Colombian and Lebanese, you know, so. Colombian, yeah. Didn't they not hear? I'm not. I'm not J Lo from I'm the Bronx. What was that song? What was that song? I'm not Jenny from, from the J Lo from yeah. the Bronx. Bronx. The Block. What was it? That, that was that was from like 1999. At least. Was it 1999? Yeah, no, was that was like when we were in middle school or something. I don't believe it. Yeah, like okay, good. Either way, it was, it was a still. A de- it was still two yeah, decades true. ago. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, the way we, we talk about the early 2000s yeah, and forget that true. it was like 20. Yeah, years man, ago. like they were all like yeah. pissed off about that shit and like. Some fucking Christian pastor is trying to sue the NFL for like a trillion dollars. I did see that. I oh, saw I that. Read about that, yeah. Someone actually wrote, you got so horny that you called up your lawyer is another <laughs> level of accomplishment. Yeah. Like if I was yeah. J-Lo or, or if I was Shakira, yeah. I'd put that on my resume. Yeah. Dave I got Dobbinmeyer. some dude so horny, he, yeah. he called his lawyer. Him. That's the guy's name, Dave Dobbinmeyer. Yeah, he sued him for he's like a, Christian a couple trillion dollars because he says that now he's going to go through hellfire because of watching the Super Bowl halftime show. That's true, man. That's Jeez. crazy. It's all like involving the legal system because yeah. your hard-on was so strong. I, I, you know, like... <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's so good. It's it's like sometimes you just have to ask yourself, is this a real thing? Like, are we living through a simulation? Because I cannot in my mind. Like, no TV writer could have written that better. Guy got so horny. The NFL. He is now suing. The halftime show. Yeah. The NFL. Oh, we're yeah, living dude. through a simulation. None of this is real. Is this like post-postmodern, 
like living now? Is that is that where we're at? It, no, we're in the we're it's the Matrix. That's what uh, it is. <laughs> we are living in the fucking Matrix because in no in no sensible reality right? is that headline but it is. real. Yeah, you, <laughs> like you can't make this shit up, dude. Like you. What was his name? Dobemeyer. Dobemeyer, yeah, something. Dobemeyer. We're gonna call it. We're gonna call that for now on. Oh, you're <laughs> you're having a Dobemeyer. Oh, you're, <laughs> dude, yeah. It's a Dobemeyer <laughs> moment. It's, I'm so but, hard. I have to call legal counsel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying here. I'm genuinely like I'm. I'm like hold, I'm trying to hold it in because it hurts now. <laughs> This is like I can't I can't wrap my head around this. Dobbermeyer J is calling his attorney Esquire because Yeah. And the thing is this, right? So oh here's a no one complained last year when Adam Levine was on stage shirtless, right? You know, like no one gave a shit That's about true, that. Yeah. But it's like when it's women of color who are like in skin like cause Lady Gaga fucking came in and Lady Gaga's outfits are always like weird and you know, like probably like revealing. No one gave a shit. But when it's women of color, like when yeah. fucking Janet Jackson's nipple yeah. popped out, right? It was like her nipple didn't yeah, pop out. Whatever yeah. they called breast popped out. Yeah, we're gonna if we're gonna talk they about the nipple this, be anatomically correct. The yeah. areola the, and the, the nipple were covered. Yeah, yeah. And with it the didn't. Pasty. It didn't That's pop true. out. Justin pulled yeah. that shit out. You pulled it out. It was Timberlake's fault. I still believe that was an award wardrobe no. malfunction. It wasn't one. Yeah. It hadn't, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. They said it was a wardrobe metaphor. True. Why do you have a and, pasty on like, underneath? Janet Jackson's career has never been the same since then, right? Like, notice like like how much hate she got for it. Whereas Justin Timberlake has like no backlash whatsoever from that incident, right? Right. Well, there's always a, there's a gendered component to well, to sexuality. Always, right? Like who whose sexuality is considered acceptable and who's not uh take for example comedians right so comedians making jokes about sex and horniness and hooking Mm -hmm. up and whatnot is particularly normal right every day but women comedians generally will stand out if they do stuff like that because they're deemed vulgar right they're like oh Mm. that's really vulgar humor for a woman right because that it's considered too far um Similarly, uh, even in, in terms of, of the way we talk about uh, hookup culture in America, right? Hookup culture in America mm-hmm. is a predominantly guy thing. Guys do it. And who yeah. do they do it with? They do it with sluts. Mm-hmm. The guy yeah, isn't yeah, considered yeah. a slut. Why is that, right? In, in many ways, I mean, just the other day I was looking at a tweet in which a guy was at a hockey game with his girlfriend. And the second his girlfriend went to the bathroom, he was on Tinder and he was swiping yeah. right, just all of them, right? And then he came back. Someone was sneakily videoing him and they put it up on Twitter. And everyone was like, oh, that's so funny. That's so hilarious. And I'm like, if that rules were reversed, and there was a oh, woman yeah. who did that, yeah. you know immediately what people would say. You, I don't even have to hint at it. You know exactly what people would say mm-hmm. if, if a girl had done something like that. So there's always been a gendered understanding of sexuality. Men's se- sexuality is considered okay. Women's sexuality yeah. even needs in the to be restrained, right? That, that if it's not, it's considered an aberration. She's a nympho. She's hysterical. She's a slut. She's whatever. For a guy, less so. Oh, we might call yeah. him a douchebag, but nothing is off 
there's nothing wrong with him. He's acting within nature. She's acting outside of nature. But then even within that, there, that, ra- that sexuality is racialized. Women of color in particular, their sexuality is considered dangerous, right? That it was too dangerous. Black mm-hmm. women, brown women in particular, they're considered either lustful or too seductive. And there's whole treatises that were talked about in the colonial American era of the of the sexuality of black women in particular as being too dangerous. That in instances of sexual violence between plantation owners and uh, their slaves, people would often write about or talk about it as the slave uh, mm-hmm. seducing the master because mm. white women's sexuality mm. is chaste. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas women of color sexuality is not chaste. It's wantonly sexual. They're too, and even the way they talk yeah. about the body, they're too curvy, right? There's the a picture, a viral picture that went, uh, was making the rounds a few years back of a preschool teacher. She was a black woman mm-hmm. preschool teacher wearing a skirt, like a dress, uh, and she was curvy, and everyone went, that that dress is yeah. unacceptable for a preschool teacher. Why? Why is it unacceptable? Well, she's too curvy. She's showing too much. Her body yeah. is deemed inappropriate. Like, think oh, about that. Wow. Think about that. Not her actions, not her personality, not her character. Literally, mm. her body is inappropriate for people. Wow, wow. That's that's crazy, man. There's actually a great... Um... You guys look up. There's a there's a Paul Mooney stand up where he talks about mm. the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, I haven't all, seen this one. I and he does this whole thing. Like he's like talking about like about the power of a black titty. You know, where he goes to the whole thing of like this is like you know people saw it and all of a sudden people are going crazy and he's and then he starts going to this whole thing about how Justin Timberlake's a a little double agent because he wants to party and hip hop with black people but doesn't want to go to jail with them. Like there's a whole <laughs> there's a really great stand up that he does on that whole thing. But it's interesting because he does talk a lot about about how like the uh how black bodies are you know they're they're simultaneously like uh they're, they're war- you know like they're worshipped in their own weird way but never to the point mm-hmm. where like they have their own agency mm-hmm. right it's like and then yeah. it's also that you know that you're talking about colonialism that way and i i think it's interesting because somehow they have uh, you know um, african african slave women have no mm-hmm. power right and yeah. somehow though they manage to 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 i guess to to spread the the idea that despite the fact that they're property that they somehow mm-hmm. have some weird mm-hmm. sexual power over white men yeah when it's like it's yeah. just such a weird thing and then you hear about like thomas jefferson and like oh you know the the all the mm-hmm. all the uh, slaves that he took mm-hmm. all the w- women slaves that he took right and you're like and what at what point is it his fault that he's fucking his own slaves <laughs> Right. And it's not it's not the the power of it's not it's not the women's fault that he that he's trying to he's a philanderer. It's his fucking fault that he's a philanderer. Right. Like there's there's that really weird double standard. man. I don't think it's really changed that much since then. Oh, no, 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 totally. Totally. I mean, even even in terms of the of the sort of erotica that is consumed. uh, Think, for example, ebony is a a Mm -hmm. fetishized category. Yeah. But there isn't a category for white. That's the that's what just the standard is, Latina or whatever or or ebony. Yeah, Those so, are fetishized so Asian categories. And Arab too. Yeah, right? so's Asian and Arab, of course, right? Because women of color in general have always mm-hmm. been fetishized and in different ways, right? So, for example, Asian women are fetishized as docile, as uh, uh, submissive, as servile, right? 
there's that plays into it. Whereas Latina and 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 black women are almost uh, sexualized mm-hmm. and racialized as aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. That sex with them is an animalistic yeah. act. That their sexuality is almost supernatural, preternatural sexuality. And then yeah. in that way, it's dangerous and it violates. So it's bad enough to see like a titty on screen, right? No yeah. titties. Yeah. That's the rule in America. No tits. But then if you see a black or brown titty, Ooh. that's like, okay, we got to burn everything to the ground. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just terrible. Look, enjoy the halftime show. It was good. It was, it, both the singers and performers, they did amazing, right? Their performance was mm-hmm. great. You know, like it was entertaining as hell. Like, so what if they're shaking their butts? Big fucking deal. Grow up, Karen. No one cares. Like, your husband was entertained. That's why you're upset. Yeah, and that's why the lawyer is over at your house right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is a, this is a great opportunity just to look up the history in which these people, uh, you know, have sexualized black and brown bodies. Mm-hmm. To look at this discourse not as just Karen's being Karen again. But look about look at the sex stereotypes of Black uh, American women of Latina uh, uh, Latina women. Look at these stereotypes and their kind of long history. What they tell us about um, the way in which sexuality is constructed and the way in which sexuality is racialized, right? What is considered acceptable? What is considered taboo? Right? Uh, Lady Gaga wearing an outfit is considered artistic. Uh, J Lo wearing an outfit is considered scandalous. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Where does that difference come from? And think about how the, that stuff still informs our discourses today. This isn't. This isn't new. This is nothing new about this. Uh, and and we still kind of fall into these tropes of replicating these stereotypes, of replicating these these complaints. America, get your shit together. Get your shit together. It was a halftime show. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Get over it. I mean, that's that's all we could say. Just get over it. I don't I don't, I don't think there's anything anything more we can say. And also fuck you, I mean, Nick. If Bosa. the halftime show was boring, would would ha- I mean, I would be honest. Like a significant portion of us would tune out anyways. Yeah. Well, you tuned out regardless. I'm not watching the football for the foodie ball. No, you're watching I'm not. you're watching it for the food. That's being I'm searched. watching it for the halftime, and I'm if, I'm if I'm attending an event, it's only for the food. Yeah. The chicken wings. Yeah. The, the chicken wings. Yeah. Chicken wings in general. Yeah. But there was one time we did it at work. Um, not uh, not uh, my current work, but back in the day. And we all pitched in, and someone brought in uh, spring rolls. Yeah. And it was the best spring rolls I've had in my entire life. Hmm. Really? It's the only ha- it's the only Super Bowl that I remember fondly. I'll be honest. The spring and rolls it was because rolls. of those spring rolls. Do you know who was playing? No, I couldn't even tell you who was playing. <laughs> but it was many, many years ago. Well, many years ago. Well, we had a and she brought the spring rolls in, and they were so good. We ate them up like it was it was nothing. I couldn't tell you who was playing. Yeah. Well, but this was in two thousand and seven. Wow, 2000, 2000. Yeah, I think 2007. That would have been... Or 2006. If it was 2000, Who would that have been? It would have been the Steelers and the Seahawks if it was 2006. I think it was the, I think it was the Steelers because my friend Edgar was a Steelers fan. What's the Colts? Let's see here. It would have, yeah, it would, and the next year would have been Colts and Bears 
if it was 07. No, no, it was the Steelers one. It was the Steelers one. So 2006? Yeah, Steelers. Okay, it was Steelers Seahawks. I don't even have to yeah, look it up. Yeah, because my friend Edgar's is, is a Steelers fan. Was I right, V? Yeah, that's the You're looking it up. Well, I'm looking at, I saw the 2007 Super Bowl was Colts and Bears. Bears. Yeah. And then 2000. No, it wasn't the Colts and Bears one. Let's look up 2006 thing. Steelers Seahawks. I think it's the Steelers. Because Steelers stands out in my mind. Not that I remember. Super Bowl extra large. Let's see. Seahawks and Steelers. Boom. Yeah. It was that one. So 2006. 2006 was a good year. The the spring rolls were good. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we're going to end it. Ali's commentary on the Super Bowl brought to you free every year by Currently Nerdy. Mm -hmm. The spring rolls were good in 2006. Diz, why don't you take us out? You could catch us on Facebook, facebook.com slash currently nerdy, Twitter at currently nerdy, Instagram at currently nerdy, Tumblr, currently nerdy.tumblr.com, YouTube, youtube.com slash currently nerdy. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, and the iTunes podcast app. Um, whenever fucking iTunes likes to take us because they're racist sometimes and they put up our episodes late. Um, wow. Our sexuality has been racialized. It has. It has. They've they've sexualized our brown and yellow bodies. Was that racist? Slightly. Yeah, enough. it was. <laughs> oh, well, it's par right. for the course. Par for the course. Different from that fuckboy Nick Boss or whatever his name is. I don't know what is. Hey man, should I start? Should I get in this campaign? I feel like I almost feel like I should be part of this too. Yes, this is collectively. Uh, okay. Can we it's like how we fuck with Kato Kalen? Yes, you know, collectively yeah. for one one reason or another. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Nick Bosa is our new target. I fuck oh, with it. Man. All right. Um, please give us a five star rating and a review on uh, the iTunes podcast app and wherever you see our podcast. Make sure you rate and review it and make your friends subscribe to us because you're not a true friend unless you expose currently nerdy to your friends. Um, if you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. V, how can they get a hold of you? Find me on Instagram and Twitter at VTran214. That's V Y T R A N 214. On my website, thesandwichslayer.com. Elite. You can catch me on my website, alialomi.com, on our sister podcast, Head on History, or on social media, Twitter and Instagram, A-A-O-L-O-M-I, Diz. You can find me everywhere at Dizbulla, D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H, and also on the Currently Nerdy Sports Podcast, uh, which is on SoundCloud. Season 1 is on there. We'll be returning in the summer for Season 2. But it's just currently nerdy, or sorry, soundcloud.com slash currently nerdy. So go and check that out. For everyone here at Currently Nerdy, thank you for tuning in. And remember, stay smart. All hail the currently nerdy empire, except you, Nick Bosa, you fucking racist.